Appreciate you getting together with us again. Yeah, absolutely. Got a lot of good things, exciting things to share with everybody. So this is Christy. Uh, she's the general manager of our our office, and I uh, just wanted to bring her along in case there's questions. And, uh, we just dive in. So, uh, quick agenda here. So we talked about some objectives that you guys had from the last meeting. Going to share some of those. We did a, a physical assessment. We started with a, a financial assessment, mainly with the power bills as a way to get started. And then the building a scorecard, uh, we did one of those for your building based on the power bills. Uh, we have a recommendation for you guys toward the end. And uh, if it looks like something that you want to move forward with, we can co-author the scope of a, a solution. Uh, like I mentioned last time, we're not coming today with a proposal. This is more of a conversation starting a partnership to see if it, it, it makes sense to work together and then agree upon the next steps at the end of this. And again, this is our, our link service franchise that we're a part of that really sets us apart. We're different than everybody else out there based on that franchise. Um, we talked about this briefly from across the desk last time. Uh, this is the financial analysis piece where uh, when we do this, we're able to show you that you're already spending the money in these areas somewhere, whether it's through major repairs. Um, and we don't have all these numbers today, but what we do have is uh, the power bills. And I put all this together in a little spreadsheet with gas over here, electric over here. Your building, and that's the Gervais office, uh, just the office, is a 37. It says your building score of 37 is below average versus your peers, as well as below the minimum rating of 75 that is required for Energy Star certification. This is just a tool, uh, but we know that we can, down here at the bottom, 55% uh, of the utility bills is, is mainly spent on HVAC. That's how, that's across the standard. Um, across the industry nationwide on office spaces. So we know that through proper PM we could save between 10 and 30 percent. I just put 20 percent in there. Um, so by doing the proper PMs we can save roughly $10,000. That $10,000 goes right here. So where it says uh, your current reactive spend it'd be $10,000 and then zero here. And then this is mainly beneficial when we are presenting with like a board and they want to take it one level up or uh, just be able to justify the, where the numbers come from. So the objectives from last time, there was a, a, a quiz, a test with uh, the condensate puddling over at, at Junction 800. We'll talk about that, what our thoughts are on that. Uh, it sounded like you had trust and professional issues with the uh, professionalism issues with the other company, maybe some workmanship issues. Uh, you had some opinions on what they thought were the problem, but didn't really believe them at the time. Uh, you talked about having downtime and un unplanned major repairs, and those lead to costly uh, invoices. The headaches and stress, headaches and stress, uh, that's your time of having to deal with all this, Keep, uh, keeping it up and going. 
we didn't get into this, but I'm, I'm not sure if you've lost revenue or had to cop people because of HVAC issues. Okay. Uh, but obviously keep the tenants happy is a big, important thing. And what I love is here is your lane is, you know, bill and hold. Uh, you mentioned that. That's your yeah. philosophy. Long-term hold. Long hold, right. And uh, have the best interest of your property owner at heart. Our lane is commercial building performance with uptime reliability, complex systems. That's what we do. Um, and then equipment longevity. And we're really looking for a partnership. That's what we're doing. We're not out to just make a quick sale. It, this is a long-term partnership that we're after. And then you're interested in trying a better way, just seeing what else is out there. So th these are my scribbles <laughs> on the, uh, the equipment list that we got. I, I was trying to there's an important part of me showing you this. Uh, and these are the other scribbles on the other piece. It's because I, I want to explain how we price things. It's very important because it's very simple for our, our clients to add buildings and take buildings away as they are, are growing and, and retracting. Uh, our pricing is our pricing based on the franchise. So a lot of times clients will say, hey, like hospitals will say, hey, we just added a building. Uh, let's get that under an agreement and we just give them the proposal and there's no question on how it we got the price and uh, it, it's based on the equipment so i've got here i'll pass it to jason because he uh, he's the equipment guy <laughs> but this is your your equipment inventory and it, it, it comes with all the all the pumps and uh motors and fans all that goes into how we get our pricing it's very detailed and so I had to make some assumptions here. The reason why I'm showing you this is because like, uh, I had to group together that these go together, that's a split system. These go to the, together. It, it didn't have anything there, but I had to make the assumption based on the serial number, model number, that that's a package, uh, gas, heat. So I'm willing to give this to you guys to, to fill in your spreadsheets, but it was important for me also to see the age I went through and, I figured out that the average age is 14 years of all of your systems. Okay. Um, and then filter sizes, all that, all that has to go in there. I'm not trying to get into the weeds too much. It's just to make clear that we're not just throwing prices in and saying, here it is. Uh, it's very detailed based on what it is. And with that, it, it, it's great because it also shows us exactly how many labor hours we need to take care of the equipment the right way based on uh, many years of doing this. So I showed you the equipment schedule, and then we also have a filter schedule which shows exactly what goes into each, each piece. Um, Shelly. Can I ask something? Yeah, sure. On this list, did y'all look at every unit, or you no. just went by what we already had? There's no way to look at every unit okay. in the amount of time that we had, because I know. I'm just asking, someone else got years on the wrong. Well, I, I had to use what I had and, 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 then, and then make some assumptions. Yeah, that's, um, fine. that's why I was just asking. Uh, there was a, one or two that were mislabeled, like this said, yeah. a gas pack when it's really a split right. based on that. So I, I was trying to use what I have, but I, there was just no way to, in the short amount of time, because yeah. I know budget season's around the corner. Mm -hmm. So time was of the essence here. Uh, and the reason for all the detail is because um, um, our maintenance is equal to or greater than OEM standards. And so it really is important for us to understand, you know, there's more, uh, potentially there's more labor in 
a split system versus a package unit because of the accessibility and that type thing. And so just paying attention to all those details so we give our guys proper time to get in and do um, you know the standard and we've got tasking and you may have a slide on tasking or not but just you know not to get too much in the weeds not to glaze over and bore you to tears but there's a method to the madness but, but each um, fan takes time right. each motor takes time and it, right like these didn't have heat next to it that's what that says is heat right. pump and electric heat I'm assuming they have heat because offices in South Carolina probably have heat related to that that's an important part of how we come up with everything um, and Shelly, just to clarify, you mentioned last time, you know, 15 years ago or 10 years ago when you guys were meeting with our team, you talked about this program, a lifetime protection program, where we would replace the whole unit and the, the mentality of the duct tape, uh, duct tape and things along. Our business model has changed since we met 15 years ago with you. We don't offer that program anymore. It, we do have a full service PM which is what most of our clients do. And I'll, that's what I want to share about next. Um, but what you were talking about, I had never heard of the mentality of the duct tape and keeping it well long past the time that it needs to be replaced because we don't offer that anymore. And we stopped offering that 10 years ago <laughs> because it, didn't, it, it, it wasn't in the best interest of our clients. Yeah, there's a conflict of interest. There's a conflict of interest, for sure. Well, and also, um, what we're looking at every time, uh, because the systems are going to um, become obsolete. And so, whenever they become obsolete, um, Jason knows this as much as anybody. There are new systems, new technology coming on into play. You know, buildings typically are changed around. You might change office space. You have different needs. And so, we very much so are taking into account all of that. Um, running heat low calcs, all of that, to try to figure out, okay, what is the best system for the current state of the building? And so it's not a like-for-like -like change out. Um, but there are some, we never did sell a ton of GLPs, but that was that was part of what it was. We've really, GPMs or the, the full coverage is tr traditionally what we've done more of. But we did want to make sure that we clarified, you know, because any kind of previous perceptions of yeah. our company, we wanted to dispel those. Okay. There is a conflict of interest when you're... right duct taping it along like you said to, <laughs> and we don't do that I'd never heard of that but I, I wanted right. to dispel that right and before we get into the Junction 800 I wanted to just show you uh, this neat little graphic that I found that uh, describes the three programs that we uh, provide today the best means that uh, we'll test and inspect will uh, any kind of trouble call labor and inspection uh, labor and expenses for all that is full coverage, uh, preventative maintenance, all the cleaning is included, uh, components and parts and repair and labor, all of that is included in the best program. As we move to the better program, which is kind of the middle of the line program, uh, you get to test and inspect the preventative maintenance, but if something needs to be repaired, we'll bill you for it. And that's it, uh, you know, components and parts and trouble calls. That's one option that a lot of people go with um, when systems are, say, three to five years old and there are not a lot of things breaking down. We normally recommend uh, the better program. And then the good, this is where we simply show up once a quarter. All of these include filter changes, but when we show up once a quarter and test and inspect and change the filters, we then will let you know when things need to be uh, cleaned when uh, components and parts and supplies, all, all that gets billed out 
that's if something's like brand new year one um, when it when not a lot of cleaning is necessarily needed but you want somebody to come out here once a quarter to check on things with your systems being 14 years old average life expectancy is between 12 and 15 this might be something that you guys want to entertain and we'll talk about that a little bit later on just from a reference point um, in the marketplace um, you know everybody's got a lane and um, you know our lane is um, of time and liability equipment longevity um, and um, other lanes other HVAC contractors in the marketplace you'll see that our good option is really pretty much so their standard option and everything is kind of a bolt-on and uh, so there's so there the filter filters, changes, yeah. but there's not a lot of cleaning because their model um, benefits them whenever things do fail. Our model benefits us whenever you don't have failures or interruptions. Now, you've got mechanical systems, they're going to fail, yeah. but when, when something happens, how quickly is it resolved, how, um, you'll see less frequent um, issues, failures with a, with a program like we have to offer. So uh, there were four main things we talked about with Junction 800. Water randomly was showing up in two spots under the ductwork, and then we talked about just doing a you know, survey of the systems for overall workability and report the findings. Uh, McKenzie told us that two units don't work, two units are working about 50%, and two units are working all the time to kind of compensate for the others. Is that a fair? <laughs> uh, so, and the goal was just to determine what we could do to get all of them working correctly, and we call that shoring up the systems, which we'll uh, address lately, or later on. This is for wet willies. This is kind of the line of the equipment that addresses the wet willies on. That seemed to be where the, the problem was. Those were the water spots under the ductwork. Uh, just to jump straight to the, uh, the punch line, I think the problem was these holes in the roof. Uh, that is roughly the same distance above the ductwork from where the problem is. I don't think there's anything wrong with the system. We checked all of the, we put gauges on it. It seemed fine. There are issues with the system that are not related to this, but um, that's my and our technicians. Right. So because of the randomness of the water, it wasn't happening like after a party where it had been running for 10 hours. It, it was hard to, it wasn't happening when we showed up. Um, it's still condensating a little up top, like you can see a little droplet. That's, okay, so we got the ladder out and uh, this little spot, this is from a leak. So it's blowing air out and that's just dust that's catching because it's cold condensate, you know, cold air coming out and dust is accumulating. There's a leak there that's directly on above where the wet spots are, but I, that's not going to cause water because there's no water in that ductwork. And if it is dripping a little bit, it, it, it that wouldn't make the drips, is what we're trying to say. And I also found an opening from an old unit that I, I showed McKenzie. I think you took a picture of it. I didn't get a picture of it, but I, I found those around the units. Uh, which made me think that, yeah, there probably was something going on. That was where they had caulked the holes. So that's the end of that test. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the other companies told you, but I'm confident that you know, what we showed. This 
next couple slides, the next few slides are just going through what we found when we walked up on the roof with the other units. So this was the first one. What's that? Taken apart. Yeah, it's really. I told Mackenzie Friday afternoon. I'm like, it's like someone left for lunch didn't come back. Panels were off. Panels were off. And I was. Bear with me on the numbering here. I'll explain that a little bit later on. I'm trying to. This is number six, then five, four, three, two, all the way to number one, which is where you told me to really concentrate. But you can tell it, it's been exposed to the sun for a long time. Wires are hanging out. Uh, didn't seem to be working. The grate was off like somebody pried it back instead of opening it up, you know, taking it off. I don't know what's going on there. The next unit, there was a, a big gap here wasn't secured. The next unit, this was a brand new unit, three years old. The, the panel was off, which is horrible because that's causing, you know, you're not, you're pulling in hot humid air and not uh, recycling the expensive air that you've got in there. You're pulling in hot humid air in, into the space. So that was a brand new unit. Uh, the panel was just off. Uh, the next unit had caked fil filter. This is the economizer filter on the side. Uh, this was out of the drain line. He took it off and just tapped it on the wood and that stuff came out. So that means these are not being cleaned out. Uh, that being open, air is going through there, you know, going around. Uh, this was the coil, obviously not being clean. You could tell where the filters were, you know, dirt's getting through it, but I'm trying not to over-exaggerate the photos, but make sure you know what's going on. This is on the top there. So in our PM, we would take care of that dust. All the air is flowing over that and just going into the building. That's on the drain pan, so we're, that gets cleaned out uh, once a quarter when we show up. So this one says number four, so you can see it from a helicopter. <laughs> The numberings were a little bit off, and, and, but this was uh, dented here. And then these look like newer units. Uh, I think they had repaired the circuit board, but then just threw it on the ground. This is what we call workmanship issues. This is a big fan that was out of that unit that was just like left there, not taken down. We would never do that. That gets removed. Um, this was another unit that had this open, so fresh hot air is coming inside of there. A lot of, uh, it, this hadn't been cleaned out in a long time. Pretty bad shape. And, and these are the ones that I think are working like the 50%. And they're working 50%, I believe, because the coils aren't cleaned and they're not getting the proper airflow to, to balance out the room. And you can see how loose the was up under this this is what we call the economizer when it gets cool in the fall and cool in the spring you want to bring fresh air in instead of having to waste energy you can bring cool air in there's supposed to be filters there this is an undershot of that uh, there were no uh, there was not an economizer filter which means it's going straight into your other filters that's supposed to just be for fine particles this is the problem unit that you wanted me to look at to make sure there was nothing wrong with it. A lot of standing water. 
want to draw your attention to, the, to that water um, because we're talking about you know condensation on the floor directly underneath it whether it's within that 10 feet you know, it's within that area so it'd be ideal to get that water off of there and those two spots are right there that I think are the problem that's just zoomed in it just shows the dip, the distance of where the leaks were on the floor to where you know, Shelly said, I want to see how good you are at problem solving. <laughs> and that was, so I'm trying to show that, I, that that's how we came up with the answer. You know, unit four, they just left the paint can there. Uh, this is also an issue. This is right here. They just installed this unit. And when you stick your hand in there, you could feel cold air. So that's going to cause all additional condensation to happen in, into the room. Also notice these uh, shrouds that are, that are supposed to be installed on the unit. Go back, please. Yes, ma'am. What is supposed to be installed on the unit? Uh, uh, bear with me one second. I got a better photo of that. Okay. So this is, um, this is number one. See how much it's vibrating? Yeah. They're not aligned. We laser line our, our, our belts and pulleys. It's slipping. That kind of vibration causes slippage, which causes power bills to go up and wear and tear on the equipment. This is brand new. This is brand new piece. So this is my little video showing the shrouds. So they're supposed to be that these deflectors send the air straight up, um, but they are not there. I always said it wouldn't run with a minute. That was it. The manufacturer feedback. Well, they looked like they were ripped out, and it's not like they were installed. And uh, but it but it's causing. I hear what he said, but it's causing all kinds of shaking and vibration. Are they going to try to warranty it and get it back in place, Jason? Gotcha. Uh, and then pipes, you know, pipes and pieces left behind. Uh, so another issue that's not related to the water, but with this brand new unit, is there's no P-trap. Um, and I found online this quick little, you know, graphic to show. Yeah, P-trap for the drain. What's that? P-trap for the drain. Correct. And this is the drain. Uh, the way it is, we would have had to, to see if it had a P-trap, which we didn't confirm. We don't think it does because when we put our, when our technician, John, put his hand on the end of the pipe and let it go, there was a, a, a big gurgling sound, which means it's pulling air. Uh, that's kind of a little test. Uh, so it's basically like this, air's flowing out. You got cold air blowing it straight out. Uh, it's supposed to be, if you have a vent, it's supposed to be right there. So. The only way we could have checked that or fixed that would have been to cut in there. That wasn't a plan. But there's a way. I, they, they might have not uh, put one there because it's so shallow uh, between that and the roof. But there's a way. Our expert John said, you know, we can come down and over a long ways and come up instead of a normal P trap that's hanging down. Little things like that. And then trash. You know, notice the trash there. I'm not going to read all this, but I just wanted to highlight a couple of things I found doing some research on this. So air would rush out. It, the codes require it. 
gurgling and trapped air, which is what we heard. Um, it's saying, while not a big deal, it does say a lot about the installer. I can't tell you how many times I've seen this. I would guess probably 30% of the time. If they don't understand how a peat trap or vent works, how are they supposed to trust them with gas piping and refrigeration lines? Pieces of uh, wire on the roof, tree growing. Uh, inside the unit, uh, inside the building on Thursday when we did our, our, our survey, the filter was crunched up there. This was the first unit that we went this to. Is all stuff. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're making a noise. This is a new unit too in 2021. Must be a bearing. Uh, so then we went to the other room. There's a bearing going along there too. Coils are not being cleaned. So all the air going into the Lexington Medical Center office, I think, is going is going through that. The dust there. Uh, they, I don't know what they did here, why they would use duct tape. Uh, I tried to get a little snip of what unit it is, but I, I couldn't figure out why they did that except to not put a coupling. Um, again. Not, not lined up, causing the belt to slip, waste power, wear out the machine. That was right inside the ductwork. So this was interesting. This was in, in that little room. Uh, the tape was off there, and I noticed that was blowing. So it's just leaking there. Not a major deal, just it's in the details. Uh, when we went into this room, this is by that elevator. This unit was off. There was standing water in the in, in the pan. The coils had iced up and caused the filter to fall over. They had frozen up. That was inside there. Pieces of insulation falling down. Uh, Jason showed us how it was off in the system. Um, it was showing that on CMI. We can get alerts when things like that go down so that we're over here before you know about it. Um, that just showed how loose it was. So that would cause the motor to freeze up, overwork, cause the coils to ice up. So this is our program, and I want to walk through this. Um, the $3,500 you know, $3, a month would be for all the office space, all the all maintainable parts and moving parts, compressors, uh, motors, anything that goes out, uh, service calls, all that would be covered. If it took us 10 times to get out here, you wouldn't get 10 invoices. Uh, and all, all the preventative maintenance and labor, test and inspect, the better program. We're still gonna clean everything and get them up and running shore up the systems, but when things need to be repaired and service calls happen, we'll just bill you for that, like a standard uh, trip. And then the test and inspect, which is just testing and inspect, based on the level of cleanliness, we're not recommending this program at all. Things need to be cleaned and get shored up. Um, 
and truly the difference between good and better. Um, you know, we're anticipating based on the condition of the equipment, you've got a lot of opportunity and energy savings. So the offset, you know, pays for the upgrade mm -hmm. and the type of program. Um, you know, for sure there. I'll come back to that slide, but this is kind of our standard procedure. So step one, shore up the systems. So over at Junction 800, before we go do anything, we need to get them working correctly. And that's cleaning the coils, making sure the motors are, are, are dialed in, laser line the, the uh, belts, establish a, a performance baseline. You know, when we did the power bills right now, that would be like a baseline of where you, you were. And then we'd like to, to redo the power bill baseline 12 months in just to, to see the performance there and then assess findings and make recommendations and execute improvements. So as we see improvements, we can do that, but we're not going to recommend any improvements before we shore up the systems that you got. That's our standard procedure. And we talked about this, you know, you guys have been, your words were limping along mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, as things break. It's kind of a run to fail mentality. Our, our program is, uh, you, you can budget it, you know, it, it's not going to go up. Um, the only thing that's not included in our, our program are things like coils that are not movable parts. You know, coils, uh, if there's a leak in a coil, we'll, we'll have to handle that with a special situation. Uh, but that's pretty rare. And, and then the whole unit itself. Uh, but Back to that, I, I know you mentioned that you would be able to take things back to the family or the, or the next level up uh, from this meeting. I am more than willing to help find these costs. A lot of times it helps to, when you can put in there what you're spending currently, or I can just give this to you and let you do it, but it helps to make sure that you're, you justify the number, I guess. And really, um, you know, on the, whenever we're looking at maintenance only, um, labor, you know, our labor rate is not going to be significantly different than the existing incumbent. You know, ours probably is going to be higher, but it's not going to be significantly higher. So if you take what you're paying them and you divide it by, let's just say 125 bucks, that tells you the amount of labor hours you're getting for all the systems. And then if you allocate that over your number of systems, you quickly realize that you know, you're, that's kind of where you are with labor. So, um, you know, that we, we definitely, you know, we tell you that we're put, we, our standard is to put more into those systems um, in an effort to keep them up and going in the first place. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the full coverage program piece of it, um, um, Matt, if you can go back to that slide, just to make up note, the one with the, no, 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 um, the one with the, um, the justification price, the oh, call sheet yeah, there. Yeah, okay. Because, the, the things that, you know, we were talking about this, um, like administrative time, that is, you know, the headaches and the, the pain, the pain in your behind for having to chase them down and follow up and follow through and Jason's pulling his hair out and everybody's pulling their hair, hair out whenever you're having this issue with him and nobody's giving you straight answers. And how much of that time are you focused on that instead of... You know, the building hotels behind you. And so that really is, I mean, nobody's writing you a check for you and your time that you're pulling your hair out over it, but it's costing you time away from where you really could be helping the family drive even more revenue for the business. Mm -hmm. So 
um, that is a piece that we do like to put up there because you know that that goes away whenever you have the full coverage program we come out we assess an issue the compressor's bad oh well you know we're immediately springing action to procuring a compressor getting it in getting it placed and we're just letting Jason and Shelly and you know that hey this is what's going on we got it no need to worry under the better program with us even we're still going to have to say hey Jason the compressor's bad we're, let me get pricing and delivery for you and let me get it to you you still have to stop what you're doing pay attention to what's going on make a decision that yes we need to procure it I mean it's not really you need it so it's not a matter of whether whether you do or you don't it's just you're taking time away from what you were doing to make a decision on it so those um, um, so the more we can move that over to us where it's just kind of it happens um, without fail it's less interruption on your business and it's also puts us in a better spot to make sure that the repairs that are needed really get done I don't think that you all would have this situation with this because you know based on what you know Matt has said is your your business model you guys are going to spend the money because investment protection there yeah y'all don't want to have it um, um, not be fixed correctly it's just that some other companies um, if they're in budget constraints they may decide to delay fixing yeah. that compressor and it's going to further deteriorate the condition of the equipment the longer it goes unaddressed and so that added level of protection really is helpful to them because they don't have to wait and delay. Okay, do I have the money this month or not? It's yeah. just automatically happening. So those are the pieces of it. And kind of going back to um, you know, dispelling the previous um, perceptions of uh, the GLP or what you, know, you may have uh, um, uh, you know, aligned us with, um, we really are, we, we are forward looking, so we're going to be, you know, assuming we partner together, we'd love to partner with you guys. Uh, we'll be meeting with you guys on at least a, an annual basis to just kind of go over the state of the union address of your equipment and talk about capital planning. You know, what are your future plans? You know, what do we see based on the condition of your equipment? You know, where do we feel like you need to invest your monies um, for, uh, you know, for future investments? That I heard you talk about doing like a five-year planning of your systems we're trying to plan out capital spend I think you mentioned the five-year uh, plan on that how do y'all go about doing that do you uh, just use the equipment list and go off of age or how do you right now we just pretty much knowing that we have significant age on the majority of our equipment we mm -hmm. just budget replace anywhere from five to six a year mm -hmm. for each side mm -hmm. so office side and entertainment side so ten a year Gotcha. And our goal would be to help um, triage based on performance of the equipment, not necessarily just age, because sometimes we've got some work at thirty-five years. Replacing them as much in this last year because we mm -hmm. just simply have no confidence yeah. in who's been replacing our units, and it's a significant capital cost that mm -hmm. um, I'm not comfortable making until I'm secured a company that I feel comfortable with. Right. Right. Uh, my goal was showing you all those equipment. You know, chicken scratch that I did uh, was to try to show trust and try to show that there's a process of how we price these things because in the future, it I'm trying to get it to where it's a simple phone call of add this building, you know, add Wet Willies, add um, this hotel or whatever, and there's not a question of 
do we need to check his numbers? <laughs> because we don't have any control on him. We put him in the process, and, and, and it spits out the number. Uh, you guys have a lot of equipment, a lot of complex equipment. Uh, this was just one little thought I thought it was kind of comical. On the right side of this, I didn't take a picture of it, but there's writing that says, don't put uh, 2 by 16 by 20 or whatever this size filter in. <laughs> because it falls out. Uh, so that was being used without a filter because it, it had fallen out um, instead of using the right filter. I'm not trying to continue to beat them up, but we got to get something working. And so, of course, um, you know, we're trying to build trust and, and earn the, the, the right to ask for the business because we absolutely would love to partner with you guys. Um, so, um, what are your thoughts so far with what you've seen, and are you interested in um, continuing on with some investigation of, um, you know, maybe a full coverage program versus a um, your maintenance program, or are you guys no, I'm, interested, I'm interested in, in us moving forward to see what you guys come up with? Okay. Um, I'm certainly not happy in anything that I'm saying. To be yeah, honest. I know, I know, and it's, it's a fine it's line. The quiet, um, it's the um, we'll deal with that one. Yeah, speeding's over with, but there's a lot of problems here clearly. Yeah, and it's a fine line, and you know, we're sensitive too. We don't want to throw anybody under the bus because everybody's got a lane, you know, and uh, you know, and, and and again, that's why I'm excited. Whenever Matt brought back, you know, with with Everybody's got a strategy, and your strategy for your buildings very much so aligns with our strategy. Um, you know. But I'm clearly paying for a service I am not receiving. Right, right. Down to looking at the dates yeah. on the filters you're pulling out when I've already had spring and fall PMs. So, yeah. And they're dated from 2021. That's a problem. And I see that a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, I'm not yeah. just saying that. I've, I'm still new here. I've been here about four months. Uh, and I. I People all the time when I'm calling on them, they say, oh, oh, I'm good. I got a guy. We're doing it. We're doing PMs. That I got an agreement. And it, when I get in there every time, it's not happening. Yeah. Uh, it's just not happening. And that's why I've done it. I've, I've reiterated multiple times, almost to the point of being obnoxious, uh, about our franchise and link service. Our model is completely different. It's completely different, mm -hmm. and and I it, it took me about a month to realize that from working here, because I was just trying to call up talking about HVAC and how I can help them. It I told Christy I was like I, I get it now. <laughs> this is why we're different because our model is not to make the money when things break and get the service call and say yes we get to go replace it or we get to go fix the compressor because it, it went out. We 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 don't make our money that way. When we look at our monthly profit and loss statements. How many service calls we do we have? And we're like, oh, <laughs> no, we don't make money on service calls. And after seeing that, it's, I really believe it. We make the money on putting the labor in to fix it the, the right way and do it from the beginning. Put a lot of money cleaning up those systems in the beginning and then taking care of them along the way. It's just a different mindset that until people, I mentioned this in our first meeting, until people have had enough pain of going the other way and they're frustrated, <laughs> Do they really get it and say, okay, well, let's try a different way. We can always go back to the other way. Yeah. You know. Can we, can I have this? Can you guys send me this? 
Um, I don't even care if you take out your, your yeah. model information other than I want the pictures. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can we can send we can send that over to you. Um, you can take out all that. Yeah. I don't want anything that's, that's no 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 no. Well, um, so what what are you thinking? What are, what are what are your you next steps? You don't want to know what I'm thinking. Bless your heart. No, I need I'm to process this before you want to know what I'm okay. thinking. Okay. Okay. Um, I think I just need to have meetings with everybody that I've been paying, so I feel better about that. I think we need to see if you guys want to go further down the road with providing us more information, yeah. mm -hmm. so I can make a better decision based okay. on the big picture. Mm -hmm. Um, there's clearly problems. I knew there was problems. Yeah. Or we wouldn't be sitting right. meeting. And we appreciate but very much so the opportunity just to sit a little frustrated that it's, especially um, on, you know, new units that I'm spending $30,000, $45,000 on. Right. That we're taking parts out of saying that, I, I, I don't understand the big picture right now mm -hmm. what we're doing. So. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know that they do. I am... I, I don't, I don't um, know that... I would think that all of us should have a little bit of common sense that when someone's stripping brand new parts out of a brand new unit, that there's a major red flag that should be questioned. So. I, I think I've, I heard you loud and clear when you said you, know, you have laborers showing up acting as technicians. Yeah. Um, our, I want to jump to this real quick. This is our... Let's see here. You can't see all this, but, you know, 82 technicians in six locations... Uh, 1,500 years of experience, factory trained, certified. It, it goes on and on and on. I'm not going to read all this, but chillers and boilers and all, all the things with complex systems, this is what we do. Uh, we're not going to send somebody that's... <laughs> we don't have laborers. Um, we don't have, we don't have laborers. All of our so yeah, certified technicians. 24-7, 365. Um, and it's just because of the whole business model, but we don't have laborers. And so truly we're not gonna be the cheapest on the street, but people pay us because of our value. And that's where right. the whole alignment comes into place. And that's why, you know, we talk about that too much. Everybody's got a lane. And if your lane is, you know, a, um, you know, a whole, um, buy a property, you know, minimal fix up and flip it, that's not our lane. We don't, we don't align. Yeah. That's why it was very compelling to me whenever Matt came back and told me about the strategy of um, the Arnold companies and uh, so we really don't bid projects yeah <laughs> because if I'm bidding against Jose's labor time sure <laughs> yeah. we're not even comparing apples to apples yeah you know yeah. so I, we don't bid things there was a big uh, at, at the metro airport they do an annual bidding on there and we walked away and didn't bid on it you know this isn't a bid process at this point right I mean, it's a negotiation it, it's a that, it's right. a talk it's, it's a partnership And just as a, um, a couple of other pieces, and forgive me for, I'm just kind of passionate about a company. Um, so CMI, CMI, very complex system. You put CMI, a complex system on a complex building. And uh, we work very well with CMI. CMI, um, we've got a lot of agreements in place. and A lot of history there. A lot of history. And so CMI respects us and we respect CMI. So when we call and we say, hey, there's an issue in the control system, they believe us. It's not, they know because we've checked out and we've done our due diligence and vice versa. If they call us and there's an issue, we're going to fix it, you know, we'll, we'll work together to collaborate because it is a proprietary system. We can do controls, but CMI is proprietary. You have to contract with them and that's fine. We work very well with them. So that's just kind of another piece. And Matt, would you hit the, um, did you have the um, slide in there about our culture? 
because I just want, and if you don't, it's no, fine. No, it's okay. That. That's, that's fine. Okay. It's fine. Do you guys do new construction? So if we have an outfit, well, well, outfits, yes. Yeah, renos and outfits, but you know, ground up, we don't do just because of you know there's time and start and stop and that's just not our it just takes us out of our wheelhouse we know our lane and we try to stay there and many times in new construction the, the gc's getting bids and it's not our and it's and our lane and there's also the you know the push to value engineer because you know invariably they're going to go over budget value engineer and it's one of the first places they that they cut is um hvac but retrofits and additions yes. and uh, that's all day long what we do that's our sweet spot yeah it, it's just I, I think i mentioned in our first meeting like we don't go to large hotels and try to do from the very beginning uh unless it's a partnership where we're working with you and it's a trust thing but mm-hmm. if we're going to be in the mix of six other bids to put in a complex system we don't touch it yeah and the construction companies they've got um, people that they use all the time for that that way you know where we would benefit is after it is, um, you know, uh, it's turned over in, in that first year, that's when that testing and spec is a beautiful deal because we're laying eyes on it while it's still under warranty by the existing mm-hmm. contractor. And so we can help you see things. Um, oh, did you realize that this wasn't installed property? Or do you realize it properly? Do you realize that there's an issue here? And we could either fix it for you or we could work with them to make sure that they're, they're doing it as part of their yeah. warranty. So there's 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 a there's a spot for us that we could help, but um, in those different areas, um, the reason why I mentioned culture is because of the staff. You know, you know, I I, I am very thankful. I'm a prayerful woman, and I, I don't take anything for granted. But we are we don't have issues with getting people to come work for us because if you go around to the parts houses and you talk, our technicians want to come work for us because they know you know the type of work we do, and that that's a track. A lot of HVAC companies are having labor issues that's attractive to skilled labor and so i'm very pleased to tell you that you know we're fully staffed and um i'd put i'd stack my technicians up i'm positive that we've got the the largest technical staff in the columbia market i'm positive of that um we've got 24 technicians um but um and 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 we take care of them um you know from the environment the culture at work um, because we want them to feel connected, feel like there's a purpose. They see the vision and what we're trying to do for our clients. They buy into it, so they care about the work. But that's important, mainly because you mentioned in, in our first meeting how the other companies are struggling with labor, and they'll just send somebody to work on your mm-hmm. complex systems, and it's like, no. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you said who to work on my system? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got two slides here, and then I'm, I'm, I'm done with all this. I just wanted to show you part of the paperwork that – we have here you can't read it all but roof area is the area clean uh, economizer section is it clean you know heating component is clean uh, these are things that the technician gets graded on or heat grades and then our our uh, supervisor ch- signs off on it that he walked the systems and checked it after afterwards so, so you have not only the primary technician that gets assigned to the building but there's a secondary as backup but then you have a supervisor that is also over all of that. And then lastly, it's really hard to see here, but this just shows you the work order. And these are what we call the task items to do. So the reason why it took me so long all weekend to, to try to figure out that spreadsheet of what all the equipment that you have based on serial numbers is because each piece has a task list that they have to check off 
with each piece of equipment. So it will, will, based on type, based on the type and, and the exact model number of what it is. So that just kind of ties back into the first slides that I showed you. I'm going to stop it right there just because I'm trying to be conscious of time, but uh, no, I appreciate open it. it up for questions. Uh, I just think we need to go to the next step. Um, so what is your time frame for um, assuming that, um, and forgive us for being bold in assuming, mm -hmm. but we would love to partner with you all. I hope you well, see that. by the way my mechanical system is being treated, it's yesterday. Okay. I mean, we need to make a change. We need to make it quickly. We're holding off on making some, you know, mm -hmm. changing out some units that we know need to be changed out simply because I don't have faith. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I have less now that I'm looking at the fact that we just put those new units on 800 Gervais Street, and mm -hmm. I'm sorely disappointed to see that there were parts taken out of a brand new unit and not, I mean, the manufacturer should have been contacted and questioned mm -hmm. about that. And a P-trap. Who doesn't put a P-trap? Okay, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it is that's in those right, things. Right, Jason. So I'm, I'm, I'm just a little disappointed all the way around. And, and most of the times, to answer your question, we normally don't give the photos because we, we don't want them to be handed and say, go fix these issues. Yeah. But you have so much equipment, I'm not worried about that. It's, yeah. it's you need help. There's a lot of, you get a lot of issues. Know, for sure, um, for sure. So it's not even so much, I need the pictures to say, can you fix it? I need yeah. the pictures to say, why the hell did you do this? <laughs> That's the bottom line. Don't come back, kind of thing, um, is what I would say if it was mine. I mean, and I've been contracted for several years with a company that mm -hmm. clearly hasn't even been doing the preventive maintenance. So there's a much larger conversation that's going to take place on that one because I've been paying a lot of money for that to be done and it hasn't been done. Mm -hmm. But I would like to go to the next step and figure out how we get where we need to go so that I have a better understanding of what this is actually. You showed several fees up there. I don't know if that was just. That was that was for the office space yeah. uh, it, to get specific. So can the, I take a picture of that? Um, yeah, sure. The thirty-five hundred dollars a month is for all of the office equipment. I think I counted forty-five pieces of equipment. Um, and that's the full coverage. Where you won't get surprises with compressor bills. You won't get surprises with cleaning bills or. Uh, motors that aren't aligned that's with this model here the two thousand dollars a month that is um, there's a there's a little delay in when things need to be repaired from me giving an invoice to, or our, our guy you know, giving a quote to Jason and Jason giving the quote to you and mm -hmm. it slows down the uptime and reliability so when we have places where it's critical that the rooms and the systems are up and running all the time, this makes more sense. Uh, if, it, if there are certain places where it's not that important that it, a couple day delay of getting an invoice approved is okay, then pe people are going with this option. Uh, um, we'd also um, just taking a, a little bit and I, I want to be respectful of your time do you have just a few more minutes for me to yeah, share sure. okay um, so fast forwarding um, this is our core of who we are as total comfort solutions we've been in um, business since 76 we've been a franchisee of link service since 1989 
Um, Rich and Todd, we're wholly owned, the franchise is wholly owned by Rich Sweet and Todd Heineman, phenomenal gentlemen, um, and they've got visions for the future. And a lot of our clients um, that, that value this alignment of uptime reliability and equipment longevity, they also have sustainability issues because, um, you know, the electrification of everything, you know, that's where everything's barreling down the road. Well, a lot of the clients that we have are massive consumers of energy. And so they're um, gonna need our help with how can we help them. And especially we know that energy, a large component of the energy spend is HVAC. So we've, we've always been doing that. Um, but Rich and Todd created a new business, it's dynamic. It's been around for about three years. Um, we've been building it and um, we're about to go live with a, a website. But the whole point of that business is helping folks achieve sustainability initiatives because um, yes, HVAC, but what else? Um, um, a lot of our companies are focused on uh, water conservation, um, the use of solar, um, LED lighting, that type sort of thing. Sort of like Nephron, yeah. Right Dose Corporation, Home Depot. So we're looking, we're looking at, um, the reason why I'm telling you all that is visionary and the focus. And having this part tight and making sure that we're showing you the value. Yes, uptime and reliability, yes. Um, equipment longevity, but the, the piece energy savings, you know, that, that is savings to you right now. For you all, that may not be sustainability, might not be, you know, in the crosshairs of what you guys are focused on, but that energy savings is going to help pay for our services, a higher level of service um, that comes from it. But in the future, who knows with the buildings that you're building and initiatives, um, you know, it might benefit you all to have a LEED certified building from a marketability perspective, or just you know, maybe you all do have sustainability initiatives. But just a little infomercial about the type of business we are. You know, I've got a, a client out in um, Blythewood, and um, so we don't do solar ourselves, but we've got a partner. You know, we're kind of a connector. We've got all these resources that we bring to the table. Um, and so they're moving forward with putting a solar field in that's going to um, help them achieve their net zero carbon neutral, whatever, I'm, for, I'm sorry, whatever net yeah. zero requirement, they've got a 2030, they've got a pretty aggressive goal. So that's just a little bit extra about who we are. Mm -hmm. No, I appreciate that um, very much. I appreciate you taking the time to go through the test of 800 base trees. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, Was that right? What were the other companies saying? Um, well, no, I mean, if I you want to share, I, well, we, I was just curious of the all, answer. It's all, they're all over the board. Yeah. So, like, um, like problems with the unit? Yes, I mean, you know, just it's all over the board. It's, it's just everything is replaced, everything is replaced. But we know that there's some old units, and I gather that there's some old units, and I know that. But if they're not fixed and their components aren't working correctly, and you know, they're not, they're not going to be efficient. So we just have bigger problems than just than just what's on these pictures. So we just need to sit down and collectively address those. Well, we are confident that we can help you. So as far as, um, again, time frame, you said, um, so we definitely, what we would be looking at, I think, is between the better and best for you all. Yes, I agree. Um, and I would absolutely love to suggest the best if just from a, um, because, you know, that's where we have, we're in the best position to just, all, you know, move that HVAC competency over to us wholly. Um, but um, you need from Matt, what do you need from Matt to provide to you? I don't know what your next step is. So, well, so the, the I mean, solution... Outside of you, me seeing these prices, is there, what else do you need to give me? The solution step is I can bring you an agreement that shows the number there and, yeah. and, and say, hey, you, 
read this and let's go through this. Um, it's pretty straightforward. It's just HVAC yeah. <laughs> maintenance. Uh, it's not like it's a complicated real estate deal. Um, so I'm happy to bring that over for the office. And it, it, as far as getting started, you know, we started the first of the month on our billings. We could start September 1 and get you scheduled to click, get, get, get straight. Um, I just need to see what this is going to be. We have some vacancy in this building because the bank merged, um, merged with another bank in Florida. So I've got some space at least. This will hit my triple net fees significantly. Yeah. So I need to do some math and look at that. Okay. Um, so from a marketing standpoint. Now this wasn't that area, was it? This wasn't the bank area, right? Yes. Office. You got bank area over here, the old oh. bank. You did look at Sweet Eagle, that was in the bank spot. Okay, gotcha. Um, and then we will need this same deal for the entertainment side. Okay. To figure that out. And and the reason why I went through the painstaking to explain all this to you is because I'm trying to streamline that so that we don't have to have an hour-long meeting each time to, yeah. to, to bring on a new building. Yeah. It, it's like, hey, this is what it, this is going to cost, and this is where this is your equipment list that you get that, that we found. Um, you know, not just going off a spreadsheet, but this is what you actually got. The pictures are the most valuable thing to me because you can't argue over a picture. Right, right, and, and, and so I love also, my little videos. You like my videos? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I do, but I just team all the time and everybody else we have pictures and videos you can't like there's no there's no arguments for you right the time stamped and so it's it's it worth are, a thousand um, words those are important and i'm i'm passionate about this i've i've lived in columbia all, all my life i'm not going anywhere my wife is a wedding planner in town she uses the event space mm -hmm. uh, i think i just to tie this all back together i i saw it after you when i was in junction 800 and i i was there with Brittany and her daughter's birthday party, and we were playing around. I was like, who do I need to talk to you about this? <laughs> she said, you need to talk to Shelly. So that's kind of how we got all you know here today. Yeah, well, I'm glad you guys are here, and I appreciate you guys taking a look at it for us, and hopefully we can get something done relatively quickly. I would say if the next step's the contract, we need to, we do do a fine-tooth review of contracts, sure. wording. Um, sometimes we strike through certain things, um, and that's, we can certainly discuss that. And that is something when I would be um, working okay. with, and um, we we try to be as flexible as we possibly yeah. can be, really. Because we uh, understand certain yeah. things that we don't. There's certain things in our lease agreements we absolutely, under yeah. no circumstance, will change. I'm sure you have the same thing. That's fine. But um, we just need to take a look at it. Yeah. So that'll take us a few days. But I do need to pull numbers and okay. really figure out how much we've spent on new units, how much we've spent on labor, how much we've spent on repairs, how much okay. our team's time is going to. So I can justify it mm -hmm. I don't have to ask permission mm -hmm. it doesn't go any higher than me when it comes to just making a decision and moving okay. forward Mr. Arnold doesn't Trust deal you. with the day-to-day -day stuff but Good. I do need to justify from my perspective of due diligence and saying this was the right move to make right and that is what um, truthfully you know when we ask people for bills you know they don't trust us yet they don't know what we're going to do with it they think that we're just going to put our number on it based on what they're spending and so hopefully this exercise shows you that that is not our mo yeah um and what we're trying to do is truly help you make a decision so whenever you put the pull those numbers together if you'd like for matt to drop those in a spreadsheet and we can go and talk talk through those again if that would be yeah. helpful to you absolutely that's what we would like to do really at this step but again 
people are um, reluctant to, to, to show what they truly Many times it's not necessary them. to go to that step to get all those bills too because yeah. there's so much there's so many issues that need to be fixed right away yeah. that it's like we don't have time to spend two weeks pulling all these right. invoices. Right. Let's just fix the system. So just, you know, putting a bow on it, um, if that would be helpful, Matt would love to do yeah. that for you. Um, or if you want to just pull it, he can give you the spreadsheet and you can plug in the numbers yourself. Um, Talk to me real quick about when you guys do an upfit. Mm -hmm. So we have an upfit, we have GC, we give TI dollars, which is mm -hmm. 10 improvement dollars, mm -hmm. a certain amount per square foot, it's mm -hmm. all part of the deal. Mm -hmm. Then they have their own contractor who's pulling together 